0: everyone welcome to the totally whole podcast episode one yay this podcast will take you on a journey about the challenges involved in the pursuit of purpose building intimacy with god and everything holy just today i'm going to be talking about the beautiful gates what is a beautiful gate and what is so special about this gate? It's your host Kennechiko Keep listening and enjoy! Hey everyone, so welcome back to today's episode. In fact, this is my very first episode, and I'm excited, I'm elated. <laughs> I'm like, finally, oh. uh, I've been postponing this episode. Like, whenever I sit down to record, so many times I have a full recording, and I'm like, oh, no should i post it now or oh, it's either the volume is too low or something i post oh, sure today we are doing it and hopefully it's going to go out it's going to go out today so i'm going to be telling us a story you people know hmm, if you're close to me you know that good loves gist i love stories I can sit down from morning to night, just telling stories, listening to stories, just gisting apropos, you know, things. (laughs) And well, um, since this is um, going to be talking about purpose, intimacy with God, we're going to be having holy gist, you know, when you're giving apropos, but with spice spice of Jesus here and there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so today we are going to be, um, I'm going to be telling you guys a story I called the Beautiful Gate. I've been thinking, oh, what should I talk on for a while? Like it has been there on my mind. Like, hmm, can I? What do you want to talk about? What do you really want to, um, just this guy is about? And God just dropped it in my spirit, and it's been there for like a week now this story and i try to ask him oh what do you want me to say it's a very popular story but i believe as you go along you get the message i'll also get the message and anyway let's be flowing (laughs) so our story is going to be from acts of the apostles um i'm sure when when i start the story you guys will know (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's about two guys oh acts of the apostles chapter 3 by the way so this is about two guys peter and john Hmm, i know those of you who know like my fellow bible people come out here hello hello (laughs) okay um so it's the story of two guys peter and john And they were on their way to the temple, they were going to take part in their three o'clock prayer service. So as they were going to this temple now, like they saw a man that has been lame. He was lame from birth actually, and he was being carried in. And every time they put him beside this temple gate, the one that is called the beautiful gate, so that he can be begging from people going to the temple and i like to imagine it like this like hmm, maybe these people they just carry this man on his mat and they keep him by the by the gate and they're like ah he needs a place where you know he can access people where he can attract people things like that well <laughs> and i guess by the name of the gates when you hear something called beautiful gates i'm sure in your mind you're like ah, you're expecting something in this fullness of glory something that is magnificent if i do say so myself <laughs> something that um i'm sure like would turn heads so many times you know, imagine just walking across. Um, I've seen so many fine, fine estates in this uh, Lagos island. Ah, okay. I don't know if Banana Island is one of them, yeah. But you know all those beautiful, beautiful houses that we see there. I'm sure when you walk into such estates, you're like, wow, wow, wow. Everything about it is fascinating. So this is how these gates, you know, works. Like there's something about this gate, like the temple. Like there's something about this temple that I'm sure is attractive. Like makes it like a hot spot for collecting things. So <laughs> they carry this man there and they put him there, just there, and he sat down there. So that way he's able to like look at people and see one or two. Like oh ah, more this one coming or more Babala. Well, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I said it or not, but you know now. Somebody that have money. <laughs> and now I think about it, Baba Babalawo is uh, I don't know. <laughs> In Hollywood movies will you not know, kill me. <laughs> I know Lao is uh, I don't know. Your please help me out here, Sha. But um somebody that I have plenty money and i know oh is money so you guys i'm trying in my yoruba for those who don't know i'm evil so i'm trying in my yoruba small small dear dear <laughs> anyway it's back to our gist so i'm sure this guy sat down there and he's like it's a perfect spot to like just see people coming in with them and know, okay nah, this one coming is dangoteo or this one coming is just somebody i can collect urgent 2k from so he sat down there and just then, you know, he saw Peter and John about to enter. So I'm sure something in his mind was like, ha, ah, ask these guys. Or maybe it was the shoe Peter was wearing. Maybe that shoe was the latest in town or it was their brother that, that John was wearing. Sure, there was something about them that made this man reach out to them and say, oh, I should talk to them like they have something spicy going on and then he asked them for money ha lo and behold our dear Peter and John hey God they decided to fall the man's hand they decided to fall the man's hand how? Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said look at us and the man looked at them oh, eagerly. I'm sure he was expecting something. And Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. Hey. <laughs> Imagine me asking you for okay, urgent guy telling me you don't have a, a sister. Please you have or brother you have. Especially when the economy is somehow. But Peter decided to fall his hand, like say I don't have and he now said, went further. He took that statement further. He said, but what I have, I will give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene, get up and walk. Eh, heh, ha. Then Peter took the lame man by his right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. Hmm. He jumped up, stood up on his feet and began to walk. Then walking, leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade. Where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Almost hmm. um, well, if you're the one that this type of miracle happened to, please won't hold on to Peter and John. <laughs> Would you allow your blessings to depart from you just like that? Ah, uh, we are hold on, no. We die here, anywhere you go, we are going. But I find this story very fascinating because I'm trying to think of okay. Imagine this man like he wakes up in this morning, like his routine every day since he was born. And they just say the lame man, but I want to just assume that okay, he might be up to his thirties, his forties, his twenties. So imagine being lame for thirty something years, for forty something years, <laughs> and then every morning you're being carried, like you know you're totally dependent on people if you've not lived a totally dependent life on people uh, you don't know what god has done for you like <laughs> you need to be praising god 24/7 because it's not easy at all one bit. so i can imagine this man's life he wakes up in the morning maybe <laughs> if he can afford a cup of tea he drinks his cup of tea if he can't see me just so this guy we call it sugar travel, you know where you put your garden side water and allow the tea to rise <laughs> then you continue your journey he, he did that, maybe he did that to so that morning and then he's like ah, where should I go? he's like yeah, I've been going to the beautiful gate or oh, yeah, you should take me there and I want to believe that okay, here's a spot by this gate, because imagine being able to sit down at the gate but you're not able to get in there every single time people will come, people will go, you see people in all their beauty, they wear their finest clothes, they go into the temple, they serve God, they say their prayers, they, you know, do one or two things, you know how it is in our churches now, you see the people like the um, high class society, they go sit down, the ladies with their fascinators will probably be blocking the eyes of innocent individuals at the back. (laughs) So, you can imagine being being the one sitting there, like, and then he saw Peter and John. And then I wonder what criteria he used to judge, like, he used to judge people. Maybe if he passes, like, ah, I can get, like, 500 Naira from this person. Or another person passes, and he's like... Ah, I'm sure this one can drop 10 million for me. So I I still wonder, like, what criteria was it that he used? Like, the moment he saw Peter and John, he knew that, okay, there was something about these people. There was something about reaching out to these people that he knew that when he, sp- he speaks to them, like, something will come out sharp. But somehow they kind of <laughs> disappointed him because it wasn't what he was expecting that he got from them. And then that to take it down to our lives, like what is that problem that we have that it looks like more we are stuck in this position? Is it our finances? Has it been too... Um, it's hard I and mean, you know the economy is hard for example we can't pay rent is it mental issues is it um, emotional issues are you going through a form of heartbreak now did that man or woman abandon you do they break your heart or in our niger way did they serve you breakfast like what is that thing that you're going through that makes it look like oh <laughs> i get the whole problem for this world i'm overwhelmed is it like the job situation of our country like you know there are so many problems out there and I'm like what is that problem that we have going on now in our heads that we're thinking about and we're like ah. I can too. And then we are at that corner, we are just at that spot where we can see other people having beautiful things in their life. You know, like the lame man there seeing people go through this beautiful gate, see people get into this beautiful temple, but he's not able to stand up and go in there. So what is it about us that we're going through now and we're seeing people like, okay, I'm driving Okada and I really want to get a car. I'm seeing, you know, because I don't even notice this in Shabo, it's when you want something that you start noticing different people, hey, it's when you are trekking. I am praying for car. That is when you will be seeing the Tesla people are driving. You'll be seeing Ferrari here and there, uh, and the rest of all these raining, raining vehicles. It's when you don't have that. When you'll be seeing all these things, you get. So what is that thing like? You know, where there maybe the man has been there, has been seeing people go in and come out, and he's asking himself, "Oh, how will I get help? Maybe I just have to wake up and then." just any any anyway, anywhere, anywhere left face if if i five want one k today no problem if i get to get today no problem you know tomorrow we move maybe that has been his mantra whenever they drop him there but the good thing about this man was that he made use of his voice he was lame he was not um, dumb neither was he deaf so he could hear he could see he was just lame he was able to make good of his situation he didn't sit down there and say ah should be everybody passing here can see i'm lame i beg anyone you have drop for me if you have 1k give me if you don't have go no problem you people can see my condition no he did not let his condition limit him at all he did not let his need limit him he didn't let his label keep that Perfect ident- that identity for him ruined his identity of who he is or who he was. Yes, he's a lame guy, but he can still speak, he can still talk, he can still ask. You get so he was able to use what he had to get what he wanted. So, this he didn't sit down there and say, Oh, because my problems are too big, they're too overwhelming, I'm giving up today. No he also he fought for what he wanted he knew what he wanted and he went for it so he he knew that okay almost as i know few workers today I, I can use my mouth and then he started asking people he started maybe he had a criteria in his head that made him say okay there was something about this person this person seemed like the right person to ask for this thing and then this you know narrowing it down to our personal lives you know when we have issues when we have problems going on and who are we talking to? are we talking to the right person you get so many of us we talk to our friends but at the end of the day our friends somehow can't really provide the solution that we need Some of them, highest, you're having problems, say, ah, it is well. Or they will even try to compare their own problem. So imagine he has spoken to Peter and John, and he's like, please, can I get money from you? You know I can't work. What if Peter is like, ah, my brother, you know I don't have. And as you see me now, I'm just going to the temple. I'm going to go and pray. Anyone God gave me, oh, God did not give me. What if I told him, ah, my son is at home, my daughter is at home, I still need to pay school fees? No. But there was something about them that made him that made him know that, okay, if I speak to these people, like they are going to there's something I'm going to receive from them. And even though it looked disappointing at first, to him when they said that I'm sure he might have received so many rejections that day. maybe he had asked up to 12 people that day and each of the 12 people is like oh I don't have I, I can't really give you now some message sorry and just ignore him and be going where they are going to but there was something about these guys that he knew I'm sure he might have felt it that okay these guys they probably have something to give to me you get so what's that thing we need to be learn how to be talking to the right people in our lives like that's why so many times when i have a problem like i'm overwhelmed i share with my family my best friend but most importantly i go to god and talk to god about it because the truth is my family can try their best to console me as much or even provide for me as much as they want to, but they can never really give me the peace and the joy that comes with that thing. There is a comfort, there is a peace, there is a joy that comes with talking to God about our problems. And I would like to call it intimacy or koinonia. So there's something about it that, like whenever I talk to people, I thought of I say. Me, I don't know how to give advice that does not have God in it. So I always tell people, like, if you want me to give you an advice, I'll always, always put God inside of it. So I don't really know about you, Shabo. That's my way. Like, if you don't want an advice with God, don't even ask me. Because I won't even go there. Because they have showed up for me so many times. I've been in so many situations myself that I find that talking to different people, even sometimes therapists, who, you know, they really work like that. But I find out that there is this peace and comfort I always feel. There's this joy in my heart whenever I am able to relax, whenever I'm able to talk to God about whatever it is I'm going through. So that is it, and sometimes when we talk to God about things, it's not like God just snaps his finger and our problem goes away. Oh no, <laughs> so many times it's quiet. You be asking him, "Huh, ah, God, how far now?" This thing I've been telling you since, am I your stepchild? Like you're not hearing me, you're not understanding that like this thing I'm saying is no, is not touching you. Are you so the way I'm suffering like this, you are enjoying it, but you find out that even in his silence he speaks a million times like even in his silence he speaks and when he does like the outcome is always good it's always good and you see the way this guy asked these guys for this money and they disappointed him it wasn't what he wanted to hear but at the end of the day what he got was (laughs) <laughs> a million times better. I'm sure that man, when he woke up in the morning, if anybody had told him you are going to walk today, he would say no lie, lie, impossible, unable to. Like, it's not even possible. By the end of the day, that was what happened. That was what he got. Like, it was a miracle. He didn't see it coming, it was unexpected it was unexpected so so many times when you sit down and you pray about those things God uses the unexpected it could be your boss at work it could be that friend who you've not spoken to in a million years it could be you know it could just be anything it could be a stranger on the road my dear like (laughs) God shows up in different ways so so many times when we ask him for things we're like ah God, no, even send me, but it's not true that He's quiet. It's not that He's not listening to us, and His quiet is not that uh, He's not sort of like making um, a way for us. You get said, even before we were born, <laughs> like even in the womb, He knew us, He knew our plan, like he, he has a reason why He made us, there was a purpose why He made us so if God makes you lame at birth there is a reason he made you lame at birth he made that man lame to so probably use him as a lesson to show the world what he can do by the beautiful gate So. I just hope that today we are going to look at every situation in our life. We look at that beautiful gate in our life. We look at the beautiful things in our life. And then we think about it like, okay, how do we access this gate? Like, what is it about getting to this beautiful gate? Like, what is the means? How do we reach there? And then I want us to really know that most times we can't really reach there on our own. But we can put the effort because the truth is that god does not really help a lazy person you know so imagine like that guy like i mentioned earlier what if that guy was sitting at the gate he wasn't asking anybody for anything and he was just there he was just there nothing he didn't even speak nothing he was just there he didn't ask maybe his miracle would not have happened to him that day so doesn't matter what we are going through we have to put our own effort but then we should also learn how to put a balance to it we should learn how to chill and how to wait like when we we do our own we ask God okay God take over I remember there was a time 2000 I think it was 2018 I had like You know when you say there is problem upon problem, I had so many problems, I had so many troubles, so many things were happening to me at the same time, I was so overwhelmed. In fact, that was when my whole um, finding Christ started, my whole purpose journey started. That story for another day. (laughs) But that was when the whole thing started. I remember one of the things God said to me is like, can I choose? you always come to me and you always like pour out your heart to me most times you end up venting at me you don't even pour out your heart you shout at me <laughs> and after everything and i always tell you to be still you know that's also one of my favorite bible verses Psalm am 46 verse 10 be still and know that i am god so whenever he says be still and he's like You're still, maybe for 5-10 minutes, a day or two, and then you start putting so much effort and so much energy into everything again. Can't you learn how to sit down one place? Are you the one that created yourself? Like, are you God? You can put in as much effort as you want. If I say it's not going to work, it will not work. (laughs) so so many times I learn to like just sit back I do my part and then I sit back and allow God to do his thing so I make sure that I don't allow whatever it is I'm going through to define who I am I make sure I don't allow whatever it is I'm going through to put a label on me I also make sure that I don't allow whatever it is I'm going through to like identify me you get if someone says you're not enough are you the one did you tell yourself that you're not enough no if someone says you're not enough is it god that told you that you're not enough no so who is it that says a thing and it comes to pass when the lord has not um declared it who has a right over your life it's not you you don't have a right over your life no other person has a right over your life no other situation has a right over your life nothing anybody says has a right over your life. Accept what you choose to believe. Accept what you feed into your soul. We are what we feed ourselves with. So whatever we tell ourselves that we are. That is what we are. If someone comes to you now and says. Oh, Keneshko, you are a terrible person. You are this. You are that. You are that. And I begin to um, acclaim it. I begin to say. Oh, Keneshko, I'm terrible. go. I'm stupid then I am stupid. It doesn't matter if what anybody comes to say and say, Ah, show you're not stupid. is a lie. I always believe that I'm stupid. So until in my heart, I believe that I'm not stupid. That is only when somebody else can come and tell me, Okay, I you're not stupid. And then I can say, yes, I am not stupid. So this guy did not let him being lame stop him from using his mouth to you know ask for help it didn't stop him from begging it didn't stop him from you know judging people using a criteria to reach out to them yeah Um, it, it didn't stop him from you know just opening his mouth to talk he did that he opened his mouth he talked he reached out to people so that's like the important thing about all of this like I just hope that today's episode is like going to help us to learn how to like talk to the right people or in this criteria i'll say the right being you know i just hope this episode will teach us more how to get closer to god know that it's only god that we can really talk to about our problems and there are so many times when we open our mouth to ask him for some things and we, we don't hear from him or it looks like it's disappointing it's not always the case many times what God has for us is bigger than our greatest need what he wants for us is bigger than our greatest needs he shows up for us he keeps surprising us in different ways and that is how God is so I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I had fun talking about this. Feel free to reach me on um, our various social media pages. You can find me um, on Instagram at totallyho_ underscore CVEF. So, everything, the podcast is going to be on that Instagram page. Thank you guys for listening and see you in my next episode. Bye.